0: Or death, you shall all be moved. Vanguardous, this is protected
1: by the red, the black, and the green with the key city. Abracadabra, a la baby professor, all hell, fucking lesson. Sweet tongue, grand writer of scrolls. Now, behold, let the legend unfold. Born in a cosmos where no time and space do exist vibe in the midst of the chaos Mortals label me as illogical Mythological They couldn't comprehend when I brought the word A stick called verb A black still nerve Teaching those actors and actresses Who write a couple lines on what black is Really? Then they label me a sin When a brother just speaks what's within I guess I'm blacker than the shadow In the darkest alley That they're always scared
2: to go in Boo! I wear boots and bees! Brave stick and scroll, rings and shades. Walk in the light of the moon, but I never been a Batman. African call it black man,
1: brother extracts the African steps in your movements. Enhance for improvements, grand funk, a new home for the phrase. Funk and lesson the pathway. Coming through the January 2022 Thrasher Magazine, I'm Schmitty, and this is Talking Schmidt. Today on the show, the cover girl, Samaria Bravard, kids. Samaria is from Riverside, California, and is currently a pro skater for Enjoy. She's part of the Panda Army, and she's on the cover of Thrasher Magazine.
3: Hell yeah!
1: When looking at this cover, it hit me with the usual question. How many girls have been on the cover? Well, you could answer five, including Samaria. But after a closer look, I found some interesting additions. I'm not claiming. The first time a woman was on the cover of Thrasher, it actually was not Kara Beth Burnside back in August of 1989, like I previously thought. Well, she was the first girl skating on the cover, but in February of 1988, a model named Katrina Baumgartner posed on the cover with Fausto's son, Tony Vitello. Is that, is that real? It was not till April of 1994 that Hawaii's street sensation and friend of the show, Jamie Reyes, donned the cover with a 360 flip to fakie at her local skate park. Then most people would say the next female cover didn't come till May of 2017 when Lizzie Armanto blasted a backyard air at Zoiner's that went straight to the cover as she finished up her Thrasher video part. But with a closer look, and again, I know they're not skating, but just wanted to point out that in January 2012, Marsha, yep, Marsha, landed on the King of the Road cover. And then there was that magical Jordy cover in June 2012. We love this one. Big ups to friend of the show and my sidekick for many years, Jordan Josepher, who down at South by Southwest that year shooting all the bands and the hip-hop groups and whatnot came back with... The shot of Crayshon that was heard around the world as a special, special, special newsstand-only copy. No subscribers got this one, but it existed, believe you me. Also, not sure who the lady hugging Nija is, but she got props on the cover of the 2015 King of the Road issue... And don't forget, friend of the show, Aaron Jaws Hamoki, got a big hug from a girl that landed on the cover for 2016's King of the Road. After all that was said and done, I'm in the trenches with Lizzie Armano filming her big video part. And booyah, she was awarded the cover of May 2017 but you could stump the trivia buffs by pointing out there was another girl that year. Ooh, who was it? It was this old woman tossing water out her window on Rick Howard for the cover of July, 2017. Wow. That's hilarious. What year was that? I mean, how do you get the photo of the lady throwing the bucket of water? It's pretty good, right? Anyhow, Samaria actually landed on the cover previously to this one. Back in September of 2020, there was a portrait-style cover, and Samaria was one. So she's already been on the cover. Has any girl been on the cover of Thrasher twice? Samaria! And she's my guest on the podcast today, so I'm doing pretty fucking good, huh? Any house brianna gearing she became the first canuck canadian lady to don the bible's cover with her steezy crooked grind that was october 2021 just a few months ago there you have it that's my little fun look through the history of ladies on the cover at thrasher leading into january 2022 and our next guest samaria brevard With contrary to what they might have thought on the slapboards, it's a kickflip hippie jump. Okay, let's get that right. Anyhow, big ups to Thrasher because it's not the same physical year, but it is within less than 12 months that two covers were both women featured on there. I think we're headed in the right direction. And I got to tap. Well, I don't have anything to do with the cover, so maybe I shouldn't tap myself, but. I will recognize it and I like what's being done out there. Hopefully more on the way ladies get out there and bust. And you know, this is a sign that you can wind up on the cover of the greatest magazine to ever hit skateboarding. So real quick, I want to fire off some stuff before we get into this Samari interview. So bear with me. First of all, thanks to everyone that jumped on board for black Friday, small biz Saturday and cyber Monday. Congrats to Tony Zang, who won a set of Swiss bearings for buying one of my shirts at Five One O Skate Shop in Berkeley, and Dom B, who got the same prize down at Skateworks in Los Altos. Thank you much to you guys for playing along, and big big thanks to Skateworks and Five One O for setting all this up and making it happen, carrying the Schmidt, getting it out there. Shout out! Can't thank you enough. Big love. As I mentioned earlier, the potty awards are coming and McKenny's already texting me daily. I, I got to listen to him one more time. He says he's 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 freaking out. He's
0: the fuck are they? Dude, I need I need my
1: talking
3: Schmidt. Family, man.
1: please email me your thoughts. Tell me what your favorite are. I definitely want to have a listener's award. So that's a big, important one. I got to give a shout out to Pete cough shout out and Nana Joe's granola. He just hooked me up with about four or five bags of these and I can't keep my hands out of the fucking bag. So do yourself a favor, get some of this. It's delish. This one's gluten-free hella Bay crunch. Love the name. Love the taste goes good in yogurt or goes good alone. Just in a handful for a quick little rip. Look for his documentary on Chef Pierre coming out soon. It's going to kick ass. And I think I got some footage in there, which I'm pretty stoked about. Hey, shout out to Hector Martinez in California. I see you. Respect. Thank you. Shout out to skate like a girl. Shout out. You got some extra cheddar out there. Put it on their burgers. They're a nonprofit organization that is doing nothing but positivity. Shout out. Backdoor skate shop. You always bring the good vibes and I'm sending you strength through the holidays. Shout also, out. Shout out to the newest shop carrying the Schmidt that's you attic skate shop in Costa Mesa. Shout out. Hopefully a partnership that can last as long as Omar Hassan's pro career did.
3: Oh my goodness.
1: So we're going to talk to Samaria today, but first we're going to go straight to our friends that love that tickety tack. That's right, kids. It's the Blood Wizard, bro.
0: Head on down to your local shop. Ask Blood Wizard State Boards or visit BloodWizard.com for all your conjuring needs. Tickety Tack.
1: Today is Giving Tuesday, a worldwide celebration of generosity. Giving Tuesday is an opportunity for people around the world to come together through generosity in all its forms by sharing acts of kindness and giving their voice, time, money, goods, and advocacy to support communities and causes. Are you wondering how you can participate? It's so easy. And here's a few ideas. We got the Boys Club down in Hunters Point, which you got to get behind because they're just a few blocks from the mag so i back them big time make a donation of any amount to your favorite charity that's basically what you gotta do you love dogs give five bucks to the spca care about your community give some money to your local food bank help out the people in need you know you're all probably thinking what about in the skate world huh well, give a few dollars to one of these great skate nonprofit organizations. We got the Skate Club of San Francisco right here with old friend Sean Connolly doing it. Stand, you know, you want to get worldly. They build skate parks and teach skating all around the world. So that's an obvious one to me. Anyway, the one that we are donating to is to our good friend of the show, Amelia Brodka. At Exposure Skate. Um, Big fan of her and a big fan of that organization and what they're doing. For more, here's
3: Amelia. Hi, this is Amelia Brodka from Exposure Skate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to empowering women, trans, and non-binary individuals through skateboarding. Our programs include competitions, clinics, scholarships, and events. Each of our programs also include an element of giving back to communities in need. For example, we raise money for survivors of domestic violence. We include skaters in creating homeless support kits. We teach them about how to support those who are victims of bullying or abuse and just try to give back to communities in need. You can learn about what we do at exposureskate.org and learn more about how you can help.
1: You may be asking, what do I do if I don't have any money? I'm broke, dude, but I got so much heart. No problem. Offer to rake the leaves of an elderly neighbor. Donate some gently worn socks to the homeless on the street. Maybe you got a nice little social media following that you can give a plug to a nonprofit organization out there and encourage your followers to check them out. Anything that you can do. I think the Key here is, be kind and give a little bit. What's that song? Give a little bit. Anyway, giving comes in all shapes and styles. Make the world a bit better by doing your part today on Giving Tuesday. Big love. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry for rambling. Here's what you've all been waiting for. The one, the only... My friend, for years, and now on the cover, we did it, Samaria. Thank you so much. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Go, Warriors, and go, Bay Area. Let's do this. As they say on Smartless,
3: bye. All right. I'm Samaria Brevard, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. <laughs>
2: cool, like tonight is the night.
1: Here we go again. Just give it the old college turn, right big dogs in. Schmitty. 96 times, Schmitty.
0: Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty. Talking Schmidt. That's called a uh, huh? little bit. I be like
1: shit my pants. Yeah,
0: Rolodex is fucking deep.
1: what's about the one. The one. The
3: one. Who is this guy who thinks he's tough shit.
2: What's up? We're tastemakers. Come on,
0: Schmitty. what the fuck? i uh, here for Greg Smith. Yeah!
1: Welcome back to the program, kids. Thrasher Magazine started out the year of 2022 with my next guest on the cover of their magazine.
3: Yeah.
1: Here we go. We got her on the show. I'm hyped. I've been talking to her for a while about doing this and it's finally lining up. This is Samaria Bavard. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing good. I'm doing real good.
1: <laughs> nice. Great,
3: actually.
1: <laughs> We're going to start early on life and just work our way up to the present. Um were you born in Riverside? Where were you born?
3: Yeah, I was born in Riverside, Riverside in River- South California.
1: So pretty much born and raised.
3: Yeah, 100. percent
1: And how did you uh, discover the old uh wooden toy? How did the skateboarding get into your life?
3: Uh shoot. Freaking Trey Trey Williams. Shout out. He's like my uh like my brother from another mother. He actually got his skateboard first and then brought it to all the rest of us apart because we live in the apartment. So we all would just like gravitate towards doing the same thing so we could all do it together. Ah. Yeah. So he got the skateboard, brought it to us. And then just one day, like slowly, my brother got into it. And then I finally was like, let me try that. And then, yeah, from then on, it was like, oh, I need my own. I need to, we need to do this all the time.
1: (laughs) Okay, did you guys have a skate shop in in your town or nearby?
3: Yeah, there was actually one that was like two blocks away crook skate shop uh we went we went that was the first skate shop I ever went into. My dad we were like kind of looking at boards and seeing what what the price ranges were and stuff uh-huh so it was do you remember what board. you
1: ended up with for the first like your own your your board
3: My first board was. A Walmart board, but <laughs> of course, but my first actual board was actually an active ride shop board. It's like the pinstripe series and uh, thunder trucks and then active wheels and active bearings. And
1: oh, I damn. <laughs> was there an active nearby?
3: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a little further, but it was at the like our close by like plaza area. So we just, everyone used to just go there.
1: So the thing that maybe got the hype going for you skateboarding wise was just your community. Like the people in your building were doing it and you were just a part of that crew. And so you kind of started doing it with them a lot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it was like really Trey was the one who like connected us to everybody because at the time it was like, I had to like stay back and stay in, stay in the apartment areas. And he was just like, he was running around going downtown. So you would run into like forest and all these other local skaters and then became friends with them. And that's how like we slowly started integrating and then started going to the skate parks, like going to hunt and yeah, slowly grew. And then Crooks was cool because, you know, Baker would come through a lot, you know, we see Antoine and everybody. So yeah, it was cool. It was a big,
1: that was some big, of the yeah. early, early pros you saw was like Antoine and the Baker team. Yeah. yeah, do sure. Throwing
3: that- a demo down in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How did when was there a time in, in this early stages where you were like not to be cocky, but like, oh, I'm kinda I I, I got this. Like, did you do a kickflip or something and you're like, oh, I, I could be good at this?
3: Uh yeah, actually I think the first time I kickflipped down like the stair set of our Bobby Bonds.
0: Shout out. It was
3: like I had never kickflipped anything. But this kid came because I was all in the stairs. The kid came through and was like, yo, can you kickflip the stair set? And I was just like, yeah. And I never did it. And then I went and was trying it. And I was like, oh, shoot. And then I landed it like pretty quickly. And then I think at that moment, I was like, oh, okay. I think I can do this. Like, I think I can get good at doing this.
1: Wait, did they name the school after Bobby Bonds?
3: Um.
1: What did you just say about Bobby Bonds?
3: Yeah, Bobby Bonds. Is is a, that, there's a uh, park, like, not too far from downtown on the east side, that uh, it, Bobby Bonds, yeah.
1: They named it after Bobby? Because uh, he, uh, he, that's so sick. His son, Barry, was in San Francisco.
3: Crazy, yeah, see? Damn, <laughs> full,
1: full circle.
3: Yeah.
1: So then you start riding in what, what ends up happening? How do you get, uh, how do you meet Mimi and start getting like with Hoopla is kind of your first sponsor or were you getting stuff from a shop or how did that go?
3: So my first, my first sponsor was this skate shop called Sick It Skate Shop. So Swy Skate Shop on Merino Valley.
0: I
1: like that name. And
3: um, Yeah, that's where I started. That was the first sponsor I got. This dude, Mike, used to hit it up real they, like, help me out with getting boards and discounts on shoes. It was dope. Right. Um, but how I ended up meeting Mimi was because, well, first I met Lisa at the Supergirl Am Jam in 2010. And then from there, like, I went on a couple trips with her. And I guess in between all that time, Lisa was talking to Mimi. and She kind of, like, told Mimi about me. And then finally, me and Mimi go on a trip to Woodward. And that's how I met her. And then at that time I was like, yeah, pretty much want to put me on, like put me on the Hoopla program. And he was just, you know, went from there and just tried to grind it out.
1: Who was on Hoopla when you when you first got on?
3: Uh, when I first got on, it was me, Nora, uh, Alicia, Alicia Lee, um, who else was it? Uh, Kara, Beth, Mimi. And
1: was Alana on there?
3: Alana oh, yes. was, and Alana was just about to get on. Like okay. it wasn't long before Alana got on after right, like right after me.
1: Rad. So, yeah. How important is Lisa? She's so rad, right? She connects a lot of the dots too. Her and Mimi are p- big players in the uh, skateboard world for y'all.
3: Hundred percent. Like Lisa is just important because she has the archives. Like she been filming forever,
1: the, right? Yeah.
3: Just like created a whole skater girl skater database (laughs) and like when I first found out about that website like after I met Lisa I went home I went on that website and literally I was like holy shit there's actually a lot of other girls skating out here you know Uh and the levels were varied but it was just like I never seen a girl at the skate park. Like I was always the only one like I've never seen anybody like skating, no girls skating around on the board, nothing like that. So it was just like to see all these different interviews and see all these different videos. And like it, it was just crazy. I was like, whoa, like it exploded. And like at that point, that's all I cared about. And I was just like, all right, well, I now I know I can do it. Let me go try to make a video for it. It kind of it sparked me for sure.
1: Rad. So so I was going to ask you, what, what was that feeling like when you maybe it was when you went to Woodward or maybe it was like a little bit later when you're in the van with the hoopla team. But like it's all girls and you guys are all doing it together. And in your mind up until then, you kind of felt isolated as like you didn't know too much that there were a lot of other girls skating, and so went kind of from zero to 100. Like, what was that feeling like? Like, oh man, I opened a door! Like,
3: yeah, <laughs> much like that. I just opened a door, and then there was like a whole brand new world in it on the other side, you know. Konnichiwa, I was just like, man, I, I that's what I wanted to do. Like, when I first seen that website, is and I found Leticia, honestly, Leticia was my favorite skater at that time, okay. But, yeah, like, I don't know, it just, it opened my world. And I was just like, all right, that's dope. And then it made me more excited to be like, go on these skate trips because it was like, Lisa, you know, is constantly connecting us and going on like little skate trips. So it was like, oh, I've I seen your interview and in, on the, the side project, like uh, Candy Jacobs. And i seen all this stuff, your contest, all this stuff. Like, it, like, it was just cool because it was like we were connected even though like, Hadn't even met you yet. That's how it
1: is when skateboarding. Like we're family. Like, I don't know you, but I know you. You don't know me, but you know me. Now we're actually in real life Uh and it's already smooth.
3: Yeah, yeah. Love
1: it. Yeah, it's so good. Uh what's a you got like a memorable moment from the hoopla traveling or time spent with all those girls, or somewhere you guys all went, or just some like moment that was like, that's gonna live forever.
3: Oh shoot, man! So I know we, there's
1: tons, but
3: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Freaking, I would say our Tahoe trip—we went to Lake Tahoe. That Woodward trip was pretty good, like a lot of fun. Alana was doing backflips, like oh, man. practicing the backflip.
1: So good! I th- was that the same trip that we met, where you guys came through SF, or was that a little later?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went. Yeah, we went from Tahoe. So then afterwards we went down to SF and then we were just trying to skate and get some street footy. <laughs> that
1: was that was incredible. That was the day we went to that triple set and you tray flipped it like we oh, were yeah. we, we talk about that we we're skating it. You were trying it and then the security guard came out.
3: You yeah, yeah, now the I mean that's pretty much what it was. It was like I was trying it for a while. Then the security guard came out, put the pressure on us a little bit, like oh, Yo, you know. I didn't see you, you know, but I'm out to make over my roundabout. And when I come back, it's like I didn't see you, you know, type deal. Like, just don't be here when I'm back. And then we got uh, that
1: last try. We went back uh, and just stealthed it. Did that thing? Did that ever get used for anything?
3: No, nah, I haven't put it out. It's not out. I, not that I know.
1: Huh. Okay. Damn. I remember I gave it to Stolling or the Enjoy guys when they were doing something, but I, didn't, I never saw it. I was like, huh. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe it's web exclusive.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, know, I will, <laughs> gotta go find it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mimi gave you a pro uh, a model, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. oh
1: Yeah, what was what was the scenario? Was it a surprise? Was there like some like let's meet up and skate? And they showed it to you, or how did it go down?
3: Yeah, pretty much it was like that. Like let's uh, let's meet up at Prince Park and then uh and go skate you know we're just gonna go skate and have a little session and then it was it was funny because i thought it was just a regular session but then all of a sudden i'm like why are all these people here like this is kind of weird that there i thought that this was like alana's in town let's see what we let's go skate let's have a you know just come up for the day you know Uh and then yeah all of a sudden I see my mom pops up and I, and Mimi's <laughs> handing me my board and I'm just like, what? Oh. <laughs> Cause it took me a second. I looked at it. I was like, oh, sick, new graphics. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, my name is on that. Crazy. Oh my goodness. It was a moment for sure. I was stoked.
1: How has your mom been instrumental in your uh, skateboarding? Has she been behind it or has she been like, you got to do something serious or what's her support level been for that?
3: Just support me like whatever i want to do just do it you know like give it your all don't don't half-ass it (laughs)
1: well when when you got your board was there tears or was just laughter and excitement what kind of emotions were going through a
3: lot of excitement just like just completely stuck because i just felt like i resonated so much with the graphic too like mimi nailed it i was like oh whoa this like three-eyed panther diamond pulling out his head like oh i love that that's so i was just like pure excitement pure joy just like stuck to be out with my friends and that and then knowing something was up too that was fun that was just funny to me i was like this is weird i knew something was going to happen they they all got you (laughs) good
1: (laughs) how (laughs) long between that and king of the road
3: maybe like three four Almost actually, I think it was more like five years
1: that you we had your board the,
3: before the no for the board. I think it was like more like three years than you did King of the Road.
1: Oh, wow. OK, yeah. so you had your board for three years before King of the Road.
3: Yeah, yeah. So oh, I OK, board. I thought
1: it was a little close to that. But from my perspective, maybe I'm sleeping. But uh, is King of the Road is kind of a big deal for you and like escalating your 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 career. Yeah. Oh, I guess.
3: Yeah. yeah, sure king of the road flip my life upside down <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dog how does that go down uh does burnett give you a call or how do you get invited what let's start from the beginning of this
3: yeah pretty much burnett hit me up and was like yo you want to do king of the road because i guess because he had hit me up to do the the uh buster Bell. i think it was like the cinco de mayo one at the, the triple set
1: in San Diego.
3: Yeah. And then, um, so I did that and then he just, I don't know, he hit me up afterwards to do King of the Road. I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll get in the van for sure.
1: Did he tell you at the time you guys were going to be mystery guests in the theme or did he just say, do you want to be King of the Road and kept it vague or how how much he, did you know about what was going to happen?
3: I knew I was going to be a mystery guest.
1: Did you know you were going to start in Hawaii?
3: Uh, no, I didn't. I had no idea Hawaii was even a even a thought. Like I was for sure. I was like, this is a road trip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like road trip. Okay, first stop Hawaii. Wait, what?
3: <laughs> no, so, so
1: that's how it was, though, right? You flew to Hawaii to start. No, 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 no.
3: We started off in Lake Havasu.
1: Oh, okay. the The jet skis was not in Hawaii. That was Havasu. No, no, no. That was Havasu. Okay. Okay. So you did start on the mainland. Yeah, we.
3: Yeah, we stayed. We started here. It wasn't. Yeah, the Hawaii trip was towards the end.
1: It was so, the. It, I thought Hawaii was the midway point, but no, it was just an additional. Like, okay, here we go. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: So you you go out to Havasu and nobody knows who it's. Who were the four? It was you, Nora. uh Leo.
3: Maybe. Leo,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And or no, was there only three teams? At yeah, that year? Three. OK, so it's you three and nobody knows what team nobody even knows who the guests are. Nobody knows what team they're going to be on. Oh. And you guys just come out of nowhere on jet skis. And they're, yeah, yeah. They did you come one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing setup, man. How was that dealing with Vice and all that? You guys are Mike the entire time and like feels yeah. like kind of like invasive on like Ooh, I better not say anything that could slip. Oh
3: my god. Yeah. Like no, did it, you
1: feel nervous? Was it weird?
3: Yeah, I was definitely nervous. I was I was like, oh shoot. I'm like a lot of times I'm lost for words too. So it's just like, oh I gotta say something. Uh <laughs> wait, why is this camera in my face? <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't used to that at all. So uh-huh, it was they- definitely weird for me. <laughs>
1: And what was your relationship with Enjoy? Like, so you're on Enjoy as their mystery guest. Do you know anybody? Have you ever met any of them yet?
3: No, I, didn't, I didn't know any anybody. I hadn't met nobody. I didn't know. I was just like, oh, I've heard of Enjoy. But I was just like, all right, cool. Let me go with the pandas. I'm with that. Did,
1: did you know the filmer or the photographer or anyone? Team manager? Uh, No,
3: I didn't know. I didn't met any. At that. that time, I hadn't met nobody yet. Like, oh. I met you. Bernad just barely met and like I only knew a few people.
1: Damn. So did you feel like some pressure to like I got a bust on this thing or were like what was your vibe in the in the going spot to spot?
3: No, nah, I didn't. There's no pressure to do anything. There's just I just wanted to do my best. That was all I knew and yeah, it was just like go out and do your best, if you can get the help us get this win. <laughs> But it was all fun. Like it was I had such a good time. The vibes were so good and we just meshed so well. It was crazy.
1: That looks like one of the funner ones. I mean, going to Hawaii is just like uh it kind of raised the bar a little high on that one, Burton Doug. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh what was do you have like your favorite part of the whole trip? Like was there a best part for you?
3: My favorite part was whenever we started up the clap. That was always fun. But you got to someone. <laughs> gets it and, it, like that was the that that was probably my favorite part was was
1: there like a hardest or worst part where like maybe you were up all night and just exhausted and just wanted to go like i don't know but king of the roads got some torture too like was there some moments where it's like shit i don't want to have to put this costume on or whatever you had to do
3: nah I'm, uh, i feel like you were tray flipping in cowboy guys. boots right yeah (laughs) all the guys were like over like tired like oh man the week we just had because they were up in the desert with hazmat Uh, suits on and going through it
1: yeah you were coming in fresh
3: yeah so i was just like pretty energized and just like ready excited for it all like oh man what's gonna happen like you know just going and get into some crazy stuff it was fun the worst part was probably putting eating the bug though that was you ate a bug Yeah, 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 I did it. I knew because I knew Nora and Leo were going to do it. So I was like, I have to do it. And so I I was like, all right, here we go for the team.
1: Did it stay down?
3: Yeah, I just like I I just swallowed it because I was like, I can't. There's no way I'm going to chew this thing right now. There's (laughs) no way my bug guts in my mouth is just not going to go down like that.
1: (laughs) Fuck. So do you think like, I mean, I'm guessing that that trip sparked a pretty good chemistry with you and and the enjoy guys and like is that what got you to be on enjoy or was there later incidents that built up more and more towards it or how did it all go down eventually you're on enjoy
3: yeah yeah. well what happened after that we did i did do a couple more things with enjoy like we did a vegas like for the whole, like, Vice, you know, tour. The end of the
1: road. Yeah, yeah.
3: So we were just doing, like, little um, meet and greets. And uh, and then, yeah, and then I went on a, a, I just went on a tour with them. What was it? We went on the, we just went on the Breaking Rad tour. And that was just, on that trip, that was, like, where I got to meet the rest of the dudes. And it was kind of just, like, after that trip, it was like, oh yeah, we
1: want to do this. And then, yeah, it happened. <laughs> wow. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I'm watching this all from afar, but like, I'm just like nodding my head, like, all right, <laughs> this is good shit. Um, and then how much... How long after you got on, Enjoy, did you have that day at uh Louie's where uh Zach crashes through the board with your board like surprise you with your own model?
3: Uh, shoot, I don't even know the exact date line, but it was pretty, it was it wasn't, it was a few months. Was
1: take- that a huge, was that a pretty big surprise?
3: I was, I was an insane surprise. I was just like. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, I thought we were gonna do some I thought I was gonna go down differently, but I was I was just yeah, I was excited. I was like, Yeah, thank you. Like, you know, just grateful and excited to like start the journey off, you know.
1: Oh, signature panda, here we come.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And then what's some of their have you gone on some trips with them?
3: Not recent. I haven't been able to get on a an enjoy trip recently, but we COVID. were in- Yeah, due to COVID, but we were doing a lot of trips. We went to Australia, did that, did, and then we're like, the Europe tour was like Germany, France, London, and we ended in London. So So you've been
1: getting your miles.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: What's your favorite spot you've been to with skateboarding?
3: Uh, Barcelona. But I, I, the only thing about Barcelona is I went and my ankle was still pretty jacked up because I sprained it at X Games. So no, I was, but it was just like all the spots. Like I knew if I was at a hundred percent to skate those spots, I mean, oh man, it would have been game over. I would have got, I would do so much shit, man. I was excited, but I was like, dang this ankle.
1: You got to get let me back do there. It. Yeah. How is it being the only girl on enjoy is how's that for you?
3: It's great. Like I, I have no problems. Like those dudes so nice, like so accepting of me and like just the love and like support we just yeah we just get along so well like i love those dudes and i'm excited for us to actually go on another trip like where we're all together again
1: who's your main dudes who are like if you're gonna sit on somebody sit next to somebody on the plane or something who do you usually try to like spend some time with and get some laughs or just get some one-on-one time with is Louie the guy over there? He's kind of like the elder statesman that makes yeah. sure everything. He's like the fucking yeah. he's he's the guy that can do it all. I could skate, but I could also be a TM and yeah, we, I could tell you about the industry. Like, yeah. he's a good one.
3: Yeah, Louie, for sure. Louie, we always get into some deep conversations and about life, too. So I learned a lot from that man. So
1: you got to love Louie, yeah. right? Uh, for Who sure. else is on the squad? We got Caswell still, right?
3: Caswell, as Zach, Zach, D, Jackson, in.
1: Oh yeah, Thine-in. He's so good. Damn. What trucks and wheels are you? Got? Obviously, thunder.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. Frankie Payer, come on, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Deluxe. Let's get her some bread. <laughs> and what wheels?
3: Uh, Richter wheels. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what
1: size do you usually roll?
3: I rock the fifty threes.
1: Fifty
3: threes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good size for me. The wide ones, the one one A's.
1: And then, uh, true or false, rumors are having it that you got a colorway shoe going.
3: Oh yeah, that the colorway that one came out uh, not in March.
0: No oh yeah.
3: One. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the exact date. There was so much stuff that's happened.
1: Ooh, what I'm a surprised. whirlwind! Yeah. What So how does that go down? Did you get to work on kind of the design or anything or just which colors they were going to use for you or? How?
3: Yeah, I got to pick out like I picked out the dragonfly and I picked out I got to pick out what colors and how the colors laid out. And,
1: but do you go to like a factory or an office or something and put in some time with those dudes?
3: Well, that happened during COVID. So it was just a lot of Zoom, Zoom uh-huh. meetings and uh, just going through it on the computer.
1: And then they sent it to you in the mail, like a prototype to make sure you're good with it or did it just come out?
3: Uh, no, I, I did get to see the, they did send the, uh, like when the the samples that they got. And then uh, once I seen the samples, I was like, wow, it came out. That, yeah, that's the one. And we okay. Everyone okayed it. And then Damn. yeah i got, got this the shoe colorway.
1: <laughs> what the f- that's amazing so all this time you're doing like all that stuff but you're also juggling a contest uh series yeah. uh uh you know you got the x games and all those different whatever street league uh series and stuff but there's this other thing called the olympics and you're yeah. trying to like qualify and do that and it's locked down. And I mean, COVID, all this weirdness happens. What was that like for you? I mean, there was so much indecisiveness, like every, every person that I talked to at the time that was dealing with that was like, I don't know if it's happening or not. That was always the vibe. Like, we don't know. We're kind of on call.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was pretty much how it was for sure. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's maybe happening it was just like they were trying to really fluctuate off of what was whatever the news had to offer you know like oh is it slowing down okay we might be able to do this one you know it was just it was just all the the you know bans and not allowed like lockdown situation where it was just like all right it wasn't until like the next the full year had passed it was like okay we're going to we can do this like I'm just we're going to be really covid safe and get everyone tested and do all the things you know so right it was hectic. It was definitely the most stressful situation I've ever been in.
1: Well, I didn't understand. Maybe you don't understand either, but how the qualifications went. It felt to me like some contests were worth more points than others. And like I just didn't even understand how how it was all working. Did it seem like it was kind of like They learned a little bit on the fly, and next time they'll have a lot better way to do it. Or, like, do you have any ideas on what went wrong and how it could be done better?
3: I mean, yeah, it it was. I think it was just situation was their first go at it. It Is like they had no, you know, everything was just like a learning process and trying to go, you know, do the best that they could with what you know the time span, and it being such a new event, you know, not having all the funding that they needed. Mm. So yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking this they hopefully they take all the things in consideration cuz uh we everyone was pretty vocal about the things that were needed to help make this a smoother mm. process, you know, like more th- more info, you know, more time to know when your flight so you know how to catch your flight, know what flight to catch and like adjust to different, you know, time zones and yeah, all the things, different things.
1: I mean, even the Olympics itself was crazy. I think, uh, who was I talking to? Um, I forget, but somebody went in and they were, I think they were a bowl skater and they didn't even get to see the street because they flew in like the day before the bowl. And I'm like, so you flew to Japan and then had to skate the next day? Like they wouldn't fly you out for a few days early to acclimate to the time and all those different things It it it's i understand that we're under covid so it's probably like really a lot of things out of their control they had to deal with
3: 100 percent. the covid thing definitely definitely added a whole lot of extra weight onto the whole situation you know just thinking about it in the back of your head and you're being at these events and stuff and you're just like all right be as safe as you can. And, uh-huh. and, you know everyone. You know we're going through all the the protocols, and it went pretty well considering. I mean, tour was kind of crazy, but
1: yeah,
3: Rome was pretty smooth as far as COVID.
1: What did you think, though? Did you watch it? The Olympics? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I watched as much as I could. The live streaming was. Not up to part. I mean, like I was watching skateboarding and then all of a sudden it was Olympic swimming was going on. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what just oh, that was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my whole life.
1: It was hard to find. Like, yeah,
3: th-
1: I, yeah I, I felt the same way. We were just watching the replays a lot of the time. I thought the the girl's street was the best out of the four events. I thought the guy's street was the worst. The guy's bowls was really good. The girl's bowls was pretty good. But the girl's street was like, I mean, that girl from Brazil with her smile, she (laughs) went straight to the Wheaties box. I was like, that's all we need right there. That's like happy and ripping. Got it. Yeah. 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 So good. Um, What was up with that? Quit your job, though. You had a part, quit your job or quit your day job part or something, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Was that like a thing that you actually filmed for or was that just an accumulation of footage you had or how, how was that?
3: Yeah. Uh, it turned out to be like more just an accumulation of things that we, that I had, it was like, I wanted to do a lot more stuff, but like we got ended up with a deadline on it. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, and I just got what I got.
1: Yeah.
3: And, uh, but yeah, no, it was a full length video that we were definitely working on. Hard on and trying to get together. Uh huh. Yeah. Sounds out there.
1: (laughs) So, do you ever struggle with like thinking about maybe taking a year or so off of contests and just so you can focus on filming a full part without any distractions? Or is that not really in the cards?
3: Uh, yeah. No, I do. It's like, it's something I want to do, but right now it's like, I'm like in the contest circuit right now, so I'm gonna be doing that for a while. Uh-huh. Until, but I'm putting a lot of emphasis on making sure I get a get my video part as good as I can. So,
1: are you I, filming like a part for enjoy, or filming like just your own part for something, or like what do you what do you, what's your plan for that?
3: Uh, I've been working on this New Balance part for a while.
1: For New Balance.
3: Yeah, so we got some we got some footage, we got you, stuff.
1: You ever film with my bro Kyle Camarillo?
3: Oh uh, yeah. I definitely we went on a Fresno trip. That was really productive and I, it was fun.
1: Okay. We we grew up from the same same parts of uh the peninsula over here.
3: Nice.
1: All right, we got to talk about this uh thrasher cover.
3: Oh, shoot,
1: yeah. I mean, come on. There's <laughs> according to my calculations, and I, I i may be a little off but i don't think so i think you're the fifth woman to ever be on thrasher yeah. i think i think there's been four before you and you're the yeah. fifth and uh i mean let's put everything aside like gender race anything just being on the cover no matter who you are is yeah. like, there's only 490 of them in in the history or whatever so like there's a lot of really good skateboards that have never been on the cover. Let's just put it that way. Right. I mean, how does it go down? Are you just skating? You got some photos or like, was there a thought like I got a spot for maybe something bigger than a North? Like how did that all happen?
3: Literally uh, you got really?
1: You shot photos with Burnett, right? Yeah, he shot yeah. the photo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, I was, just... I mean that
3: trick happened on accident. Like, Literally, I was trying to ollie over the bar. And just every time I ollied over the bar, it, like, would flit, Like, it would just go under the bar, and I was just going over it. And then eventually, like, there was one temp that really looked like I was trying to kick with hippie jump and, like, got kind of close to it. So, and then that's how that got sparked, because I, I was with Tom Kragelov. And he uh, was like, are you trying to kick the hippie jump? And and Fuensta, uh. Funzalita.
1: Danny Fonzalita, he was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: he was there.
1: Wait, where are you guys?
3: We, we were, uh, it was just like a New Balance. We we're just out getting, trying to get some clips. But oh, like was, what
1: city, San Diego? Or?
3: Uh, Rancho, it was by the beach. Rancho. In know,
1: Cali, somewhere down there.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: okay, Danny's the homie from years back. Yeah. I know Danny a long time ago. Good dude.
3: Shout out. Uh, yeah, but he was there. And yeah, just one of those stamps. And then I just started trying it. then I had to stop trying it because I got a foot cramp but that's how that trick came about and then so I was thinking about it and then I knew Burnett wanted to get a photo so I was I was like all right I think this would be a cool photo you know but I wasn't I had no idea that I was gonna be like on the cover I thought for sure I was like okay maybe I'm gonna do this interview and then that's gonna be like one of the pictures for the interview like uh-huh. That's how I thought that was going to go down. But I was just sitting at the airport waiting for my flight. And then all of a sudden, my phone's going off, like with all these mentions. I'm like, what? I haven't posted nothing, So, and I knew, I was like, okay, well, what's going on? And then I checked and then I seen that and I was just like, so I just lost it. I started crying. I was like, oh my God, dude, I can't even believe this. Like, oh, oh cool.
1: Shit. <laughs> oh man i saw it for the first time on instagram too and that it still bothers me like i i'm from an older era and i just i want you to get it in the mail i don't know if it's possible uh-huh. anymore with today's all that stuff but like i want you to ho- or see it in the newsstand and like yeah, yeah you yeah. know like when i see it digitally i'm like oh my and i'm just like oh, i gotta like i can't wait to get it like that's the feeling yeah, that's- But so congratulations. That's a huge like and uh, I mean, not for nothing, but January 2022 starts out a year. So like that's kick ass (laughs) and like. I guess like I was, I I didn't look this up, but um, Breezy had the cover less than 12 months ago. It wasn't in the same physical year, but it was within a year that two girls were on the cover of Thrasher, which to me is pretty unprecedented. And, you know, like that's a big deal. And I think celebrating our 40th anniversary and stuff like it was just really classy and cool. And, and not for nothing, but I was talking to Evan Smith the other day and we were both saying like, 2021 was pretty heavy for Thrasher covers, like the Bay Bridge, uh, T-Funk at China Banks. There was like uh, Tyshawn, that one that Atiba shot. It's all super yeah. good lighting. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. the covers was a really good year for Thrasher. And to start out a new year, like, I mean, <laughs> you just got to be so proud and stoked. Like that's a really good accomplishment. Yeah. Out of all the life Hammers that you've accomplished, like does one kind of like top, like?
3: I mean, getting, that the cover, bro. Like, I can't even. It, I'm still like freaking out about it. So <laughs> insane to me.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was just about That was that a week ago. That was a week or two at the most. It was very recent.
3: Yeah, literally, like I got the thing, the messages Thursday. Ah. So I was just like, so right before I was a supposed week. to go to Street but like, I was like. I seen that, I was like, damn, I like I won the week. There's nothing else. I don't even like anything that happens at Street League at this point is just a bonus. I was just so like happy. I was like, I, I just can't even believe this. Like I just literally was freaking out the whole time.
1: You're just floating around.
3: Like, no. <laughs> uh,
1: cool. What's the vibes like at the contest like right now? Like are, do they have crowds or is there no crowd still or?
3: No, there was Jacksonville. The crowds were there for
1: sure. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was in Florida?
3: It was, yeah, we got okay. one in Florida.
1: But is Florida still part of the U.S.? Like, do we count that? Oh, slow it down. <laughs> but no, so they just let, is nobody, is anyone wearing masks or nothing? It's just like, it's just a normal situation? Yeah, those
3: dudes, Yeah, they're just, they're all up in the crowds.
1: Just- uh-huh. All right. And the traveling, was it pretty smooth, like getting in and out of the airports and all that?
3: Yeah, just stay masked up. For
1: the flight, yeah. yeah? Yeah,
3: yeah. For yeah, Just within, if you're in the airport, you guys stay masked
1: up. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's just going to get better and better. I feel like the light's at the end of the tunnel, and we're just, like, speeding to get to it. Like, let's yeah. go. Let's get it back to where it was. I'm over this.
3: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Everybody's
1: echoing that. Um, What's up with being vegan, though? You're vegan, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: We're working back on to getting i've been eating fish a little bit here and there but for the most part
1: do you eat garbanzo beans
3: oh yeah all the time
1: hey i I just got married and my wife's yelling at me in the background because i i was like we can't have i can't have garbanzo beans and she's like no you're having garbanzo beans Oh (laughs) uh what's is there some struggles with it like I mean, if you're on the road and you're on a trip, how do you find it all? Like, is it pretty accessible nowadays or is it still hard?
3: Um, you you got to be very disciplined when you're on the road, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really have much options, but there are things like get the trail mix and, you know, make sure you just get waters and, and uh, you know, because sh- even sugar has like cow fat in it, and gelatin.
1: Okay, so you can't dip into Caswell's Skittle bag or any of it because that dude's a candy connoisseur. <laughs> he
3: was one of those ones. Yeah, I used to be that way. Yeah, no, you got chill. Um, okay.
1: How come, why did you get it? How did you become vegan? How, how long has this been going on?
3: Uh, uh, sure. I think I started, started my journey, like, it's probably been, like, almost four years or something now.
1: Was it because of your stomach or was it because of like cruelty to animals or like how, what was um, it about?
3: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like I was, it was just that point where I was really trying to focus on being healthier and eating better. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mainly because I do have, deal with a lot of stomach issues. Like I can't just be in anything.
1: Yeah. That's what I went vegetarian for like 10 years because meat would just get me crazy.
3: Yeah. I see, uh, that's how I'm with dairy right now. Like, I can't have, I have to stay completely away from dairy. Like that's yep. the thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Same. laughs> I got married. I, I ate 11 pints of ice cream in 11 days, oh. like one pint every day. And I broke out into this crazy eczema rash. I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, dairy's probably not your friend. I
3: was like, <laughs> you just influenced somebody. Dang, dude. I just
1: wanted to live large, though, because I had like I, I had been on a diet for like 10 months to like look my best, like yeah. I had to get in my suit and fit all good. And then I was like, all right, French toast, ice cream like. Yeah, nah. yeah. yeah so it was a it was a bad move for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I hear you've been doing some music.
3: I don't mean dabbling. It's more like, I just be trying to just get expression out.
1: Like like what? Like you doing some rap or like playing instruments or
3: yeah, I just write lyrics. That's what I do. I like, I read, I write rap lyrics.
1: Oh, uh, it's kind of like poetry.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've been yeah. doing, I've been doing that too. Like, especially with the lockdown, I was like losing my mind and just you're on the fucking, I was just in the, I just like, okay, this, yeah, it's pretty fun though. Have you been enjoying it?
3: Yeah, I love it. It's like it's very d- therapeutic, you know, keep me like not so much yet, like in my head, like I'm just getting all these thoughts out of my head that like want to be in there. But, you know, good way to release and, you know, let go and see what you're thinking about, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what kind of vert skills do you have? Can you yeah. drop in on a vert ramp and do can you get sure. in there?
3: i definitely can't get in the air i might be able to drop in i haven't dropped in on an actual ramp. Right i've been on top of a couple but i haven't actually done it yet
1: oh no really second. but uh-huh.
3: you know if give me like six foot transition i got you i can hit some front five o's for you real quick you know oh. make a tail slider sign yeah but
1: um. Oh, right. So. I,
3: it's I a different, it. different yeah. animal. <laughs> 100%. What
1: What do you think one of the best things that you've seen on a skateboard, like that you were there for, like you were there live and this happened. You're like, damn, man,
3: that's freaking.
1: Let, Letitia <laughs> Buffoni back lip to slam. That one was so. Gnarly <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: but um, like, I don't know, or like somebody doing something or, Alana's backflips, like what there's probably oh, you've seen Alana's a lot of good stuff.
3: Yeah, I've seen that like seeing Jackson, that was the first like gnarliest thing that I ever seen was Jackson people grinding that 30 32 stair, 30
1: oh yeah, on or King of the Road.
3: Was, yeah, I King of the Road. That was like the beginning of like, oh, you are about to see gnarly shit, man. <laughs> Like that was, he did the way he did it was so calm. Like he was like, he, he knew he was going to do it. I was like, this is insane. Like you really, do you see how, you see how fast he's going down this rail yeah and just kind of sliding out of it, he just knows how to get out of it. I'm like, man, that's insane. And
1: yeah. hey, we, we need to get this last thing. You want to go back to the hotel and sleep? No, no, no. I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. like a night and with the generators and everything. It's like, let's go. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I was like, wow. I was uh, like, never. I was, like, after the first few slip outs, i was like, all right, uh, maybe you can let me rethink this. But he got on that thing and just took it, was just flew off the end and just was cooking off and just rolled away. I was like, man, that was so amazing. I, was that, boy,
1: that, that boy is a good skateboarder. He He's good.
3: Deeds, too. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs>
1: uh alicia told me to ask you if you're still playing uh runescape
3: yeah uh, <laughs> i get on here and there i don't get on like when i do get on i go through little phases where i'm like all right let me go level some stuff up because i'm bored you know but uh yeah here and there not all the time
1: what is it i don't even know what it is really oh
3: my gosh it's this online role-playing game Huh. You're like this medieval times and you're like just you learn like you can be a Smith, a Smithsman and you're like going to the mine in the cold and getting this stuff and then you heat it up in the furnace and you get the ores and now you're making swords and shit and like it's yeah, it's this game that I played when I started playing when I was 13 and now it's just nostalgic for me whenever I play it.
1: <laughs> How cool. Yeah, I talked to her earlier. I was like, I'm gonna interview her. She's like, oh, those hoopla days were some of the fond, like, really like
3: Yeah. Those are hard sure.
1: All right, here's the big question. We're putting you on the spot.
3: Oh shoot.
1: The new balance video part is in the works. Yes. The last oh, trick. Goodness. Will it be you, in Wallenberg? <laughs>
3: oh you gotta wait and see for that
1: (laughs) how are we are we gonna get you up there or what
3: i mean i'm yeah i want to go up there okay i did get hit up for it recently but i was like right before street league so i was like ah might not be the best time to do that
1: anytime you want to do it let me know we got the uh whole procedure down to a science so you just come in we get it all prepared for you and then it's up to you to do the rest but I'm so fucking down to see that (laughs) it's like really the all I want. I've seen a lot of shit go down at Wahlberg. I live up here. I've seen Chris Cole back 360 it. I've seen almost everything. Jocelyn, all those dudes. What do I want to see? I want to see a woman. all it Uh. for sure.
3: And uh, that's a, it. That don't, hey, don't no worry. pressure don't, though. No uh, pressure. It's in my mind. Don't worry. It's something I've been thinking a lot about. For okay.
1: Sure. Good. Good. Hell yes. So, um, you inspire a lot of women, though. Um, what advice do you give for them to like, you know, not only skateboarding but also like just following their dreams and stuff? Like your your life has been a, an example of you're kill i mean i'm just so proud of you and stuff but like what would you say to a young girl that's looking up and like what advice would you give
3: just focus on yourself focus on growing yourself like everything outside of what you nurture inside will come will grow out so make sure that you're nurturing yourself make sure you're showing yourself a lot of self-love and you know skateboarding is not as easy as it, some people make it seem, you know, so give yourself time, give yourself, you know, the space to grow and just always, you know, have fun and live your life how you want.
1: <laughs> make sure you have fun. Is there any you have any techniques that you use, like if they uh, if the situation's bigger than you? you know like you maybe have some anxiety or you're just like like you said king of the road you're kind of nervous and you're like what the hell am I getting myself into is is there some meditative state that you go into or is there some things you remind yourself to help you like get through the tougher moments
3: um yeah I mean breathing practice your practice of breathing is definitely um something to to look into uh, for sure um because anxiety is just you know you're stuck here you just need to so you can relax, calm your central nervous system, you know. Um, Right. Everything's always okay. Just, you know, relax. (laughs) That's the best. Find a place to relax and you'll be good.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, Any people you want to thank or anything else you want to touch on? I think um, also something to keep in mind. I always like to have the guest throw out a song to end on so something to think about for a second or two because i know there's tons of music and
3: yeah the song called found by thames and brent fires featuring brent fires that's a good song i've been listening to it a lot lately <laughs>
1: okay we'll throw uh, it on there do you ever see forest around
3: yeah i'd be running into forest real randomly like it'll, well whenever i skate in riverside a lot of times they'll pop up at the same spots you uh-huh. know so I'll be seeing them here and there and at Hunt. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yeah. Yep. But yeah, shoot, man. I, I would like to thank everybody that's helped me on this journey, you know, like Lisa, Mimi, uh, you, Burnett, Louie, everyone I'll enjoy, you know, all my dudes I'll enjoy, you know, shout out to Lana. And shout to out. All my Hoopla friends, Alicia, Carabeth, Nora, I love you guys, you know. Now, so
1: many people on the Chris Conway. Oh my God, I could go on and on forever. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mom,
1: oh, man. I, lo- dad. <laughs> I love to see you smiling and just, it seems like things are going really good for you. So continue whatever you've been doing, keep the yeah. same formula going. Remember to always surround yourself with people that you love and always have a good time with whatever it is you're doing. Can't go wrong if that's happening. If if we if we're so lucky that they're gonna give us a paycheck to be doing the thing we love so much in life, hey, I'm not gonna argue with it.
3: (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Hey,
1: thank you so much for taking the time. We've we've been talking about this for a minute. I'm so glad it happened. And like, I couldn't be prouder of you to see on the cover. And just, I mean, your life has excelled like in such a positive, rad way. Yes, just big ups, big ups.
3: <laughs> thank you, man. All right. All right.
1: Hopefully we'll see you in real life and uh, be able to high five and get some fucking skating or something. I'm I'm yeah, so yeah. down to like see some friends. It's been a minute.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. All right. Yeah, if you're ever up.
1: Me. Oh, well, yeah. Anytime. And if you're ever up this way, hit me up. It'd be cool to right. just kick it and like, I don't know, we'll go skate san jose with you guys or whatever whatever you guys are are doing yeah yeah that'd be dope okay
3: Actually, might be up there pretty soon so
1: okay hit me yeah, up for I, sure that'd be red I, okay take care yeah. all, right. all right Bye.
0: Always trying to get involved I feel like I'm done and don't know where to run People always trying to Take a bite out of my mind If you need a fight Maybe we could start I feel like I'm just Becoming undone Tell me why you can't be found It's so unreasonable I know your love is a difficult life. Maybe we should take it to the Let's just dance I'm on uh, my manners Won't take advantage Trust I can manage that Can you picture that? Yeah. I